street minding my own business. Now he looks me up and he looks me down and he says, Hey man, what be this and what be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked at him, I kind of laughed. I said, Hey man, I am cool. I am the breeze. Everybody knows what time it is now. It's not time for squirrels. They're going to be roasted fucking squirrels. It is time for your resident pyromaniac, DJ Fire and Fire's Flames, to start... Okay, yeah, and smoke. 
You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's fire, there's smoke. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, we're going to start burning everything down and creating as much mayhem as possible. We have a very special guest in about half an hour. She is a music promoter, band promoter, from the East Coast. Now, she promotes bands like the Lords of Salem in, in the United States, the Renaissance Rock Orchestra, which is an all-star band. For those who don't know what an all-star band is, an all-star band has, well, like, they have the, the drummer from Black Sabbath, the guitarist from Whitesnake, um, they have somebody from, I think, Dawkins or Warrant, and these guys just come together and do music together. Kind of so, like the Hollywood Vampires, y'all. Yeah, like the Hollywood Vampires with uh, Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper. That's all I remember. Uh, yeah, that's all I remember, too. I don't remember anybody else in there. Anyway, she will be on. Her name is Christina. She will be here in about half an hour. Until then, I have some new music from Alien Weaponry. I've got music from... Uh, oh, shit. Now I'm going to try to pronounce this, and I know I'm going to fuck it all up. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I don't know. Huh? Amon Amarth. Okay, yeah, what he said. I can't pronounce shit. Viking metal, dude. Yeah, I know it's Viking metal and it's badass. So, with that, you got DJ Fire and Fire Slams where you want the best. I got the best. Right here on Breakouts, DJ's Radio. Radio! We're not talking about the damage to my economy. Yes, we are. But, well, okay, let me say in that case, I think most Maori have benefited enormously from colonization. Let's face it, pre-1840 Maori were cannibals, they had no written language, they had not invented the wheel. As you described, They were relatively primitive no. Stone Age society. Quite right. I know you've described it before as a Stone Age society. Is that not accurate? Can you not understand that it was a different society? Quite. That it's a society that has grown just as ours have grown, and we need to live together.
guys, T.S. Lawrence from the German Fresh Band Trader. You're listening to Fire's Flames on Breakout DJ's Radio, hosted by the one and only DJ Fire. Hey, DJ Fire here. I got a special announcement for you. Just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. It's time to step away from the mainstream music and shine the spotlight on independent Just go artists. With the flow. Just go with the flow. So this month, our indie flow. artist spotlight go goes to... JJ Jones! Congrats, dude! I love it! Yeah, you know like husband and wife Come on girl, you picture it right I know, I know, it's gonna be alright Just go with the flow Just go with the flow Relax your mind, good time Yo, what's going on everybody? This is J.J. Jones representing State Vintage out of New York And I'm always tuning in to DJ Fire with the Fire Flames On Breakout DJ's radio Because if you want the best, she's got the best So you better listen in, homie Tire, your life's expired. I'm on the move, I'm creeping fast. You nervously perspire. But prior to the fact, you had a hitman for hire. I bucked them down in my black vintage attire. You're singing like a choir in dire need of help. It's just a competition thing, I'm number one on the shelf. This is me talking, I made the beat of scorching. I'm enforcing, you should proceed with caution. My people are hungry and I'm bossing. Time to eat, let's go get it and split the portions You can see the fire, hit a fire rage on the biggest stage Feel the pain from the page, uh You think it's over, right? Kinda like a phase But I'm never backing down, I'm at the point I'm crazed Outside the window there's a fire Not the crosses they desire Children on the warpath, don't you hear the voices blast? Outside the window there's a fire As a young and I walked through the fire Holding my mother's hand I tried to inspire The love But the fire had some other plans Burnt my fucking house down Drowning in the quicksand Where's my fucking family? I don't understand 
took my ass to foster care and followed you commands I'll be fucking damned, no more wonderland Everybody's gonna pay from the second hand Why did you let my mother starve till she ran the streets? Started selling pussy so we could fucking eat Started doing drugs, you know she had some heat Bitches on the block, everyone competes Many nights by myself, freezing by the oven Grilled cheese every day or else I ate nothing Cereal with roaches and rusty water Ain't for me, I just wished I had a couple quarters For some juice, for some chips, I wanna feel alive I wanna be in Brooklyn, chillin' with a family vibe You could've saved her and saved me, now I cry Every day wishing that you motherfuckers die To this day you can see the fire still burns Yet I still love you, the cheek I try to turn I'm your family, I'm your blood, nephew and cuz This is James, son of Janice, man, you still a buzz You better look alive, open up your eyes You can see the fire, don't even act surprised Everything's burning down, will your ass survive? You better run for shelter, or try to save lives La 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 I'm a fucking legend, I've been walked through fire I got nothing to prove, I'm ready to retire This is for the fans, something through the wire Something for the haters that secretly admire The way I put it down, they try to duplicate But then I shake the world, just like an earthquake Dropping bombs every time like I'm never late Just say your grace before I dish you out your plate It comes with beats, raps, emotions in your face Grab your fork and dig in, you're gonna love the taste Sometimes I serve it raw, it comes with a little bass But the drums bang, it's something y'all embrace Styling grace, versatility in small place I can make it work in any situation just in case 20 years, many gems in my database But can I still kick it? Can I keep up the pace? You better look alive, open up your eyes You can see the fire, don't even act surprised Everything's burning down, will your ass survive? You better run for shelter, or try to save lives La 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 All right, that was some alien weaponry. That was also some J.J. Jones, our independent artist of the month. Yay! I love J.J. He's such an awesome dude. Anyway, we have Christina, the East Coast music promoter. We'll be here live in about 15 minutes. Until then, I've got some Iodernist Prophet. Master and Angelus all coming up. Make sure to get your questions ready. We are going to have a great time. You got DJ Fire and Fire's Flames where you want the best. I got the best. Right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio. No squ-
Come in, let me tell you a secret. I started using Skyline Hosting for my entire business, and my business has increased greatly. Skyline Hosting provides you with tons of stuff. They can provide you with a website. If you're looking to start your own internet radio station, they can do that too. Skyline Hosting can do it all. So if you're looking to increase your internet presence, contact Skyline Hosting at www.skyline-hosting.com. That's www.skyline-hosting.com. Skyline Hosting, the only way to go for all your web hosting.
Fire!
that was some awesome music. Well, guess what? I said she was going to be here. And she's here! <laughs> Yay! Hello, Christine. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, Chris. Hello. What up, Stone? Smoke. Smoke, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I love that. You can call me You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for supper. Exactly. There you I was go. thinking about um, Chris Cornell, one of his bands, Like a Stone, which is a great song. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought, oh, gee, Stone. Stone? <laughs> no. Smoke? Sorry. <laughs> so when you hear Stone, Chris, just remember Chris Cornell's Like a Stone. It's there awesome you go. Song. That worked. So. Before we kind of get started, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and kind of tell them just a little bit about what you do. Okay, my name is Christina Avella. I live in the East Coast in Fairfield, Connecticut, which is about an hour and a half from New York City. I am an East Coast promoter. Um, I submit band pages. There's Spotify. There. Instagram, Reverby Nation, their LinkedIn pages, things like that, social media stuff to different radio stations, also to different um, promoters, to magazines, to get the word out, um, Mm -hmm. to help support the musicians, help support the scene. Um, I have a list of different kinds of musicians. a band from Argentina, a band from Portugal, a band from London. I also have bands from the United States. Um, I'm part Cuban. I'm also part Middle Eastern, a third quarter Spaniard. I started promoting about four and a half, five years ago, mm-hmm. but I really took a toll when my dad passed away 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and he inspired me to do something like this and music was always big in my house my mom and dad would dance to Spanish music when I was a kid on Fridays um, Saturday mornings were American bandstand and you were always dusting but you you tended to dust the same spot over and over because you weren't really focusing on house cleaning you were focusing on docking or whatever was on American bandstand oh yeah I got you on that I do the same thing yeah um I grew up with Soul Train, Solid Gold, Andy Gibb, Big Crush of Mine, to this day. Um, the BGs, I mean, I grew up with it all, the big bands. Mm-hmm. And I just lost my mom a year ago tomorrow, and I'm trying really hard to get it out there even more now um, in memory of her, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the pandemic, the musicians need the support more than anything right now. They need um, someone just to, you know, put their stuff out there to right. show them not only as musicians, but also as human beings. Right. And their talent and their gifts. So that's basically what I do. Okay, we have our first question coming from our audience. This is coming from Jitters. He wants to know, do the bands and artists reach out to you or do you reach out to them to become their promoter? It's a mix. Some bands have reached out to me. Some I've reached out to as well. 
Okay. Great question, Jitter. Thank you. <laughs> he has some of the best questions. He's usually in for most all of my, my guests, so he can ask questions, because he comes up with great ones. So That's an awesome question. Get, Thank you. Yeah. How did you get started being a promoter? Um. Well, I always wanted to live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I've never lived out there. I've never been to L.A., and I grew up with the hair metal. But I also yes. grew up with South Gang, with Jailhouse, Simon Daniel's first band before he became an autograph. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Boy Tough with Steve Rochelle, um, Pretty Boy Floyd, all those bands. I always wanted to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And when MTV was MTV, had Bangers Ball with Adam Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just something that always the record stores where I live um, in Fairfield in Trumbull, Connecticut I lived in Bridgeport at the time before I moved to Fairfield and in Trumbull, Connecticut one of our mall, our mall which is called oh boy I can't even think of the name of it right now <laughs> we had two record stores mm-hmm. Graf Lundman downstairs and Record Town downstairs and Graf Lundman upstairs and Graf Lundman upstairs is like the metal stop oh, um, Record Town was also it was the kind of record store that if you were single at 18, 19, you want to go check out a guy with long hair, hopefully get a phone number, mm-hmm. which I tried to do, but I always got caught because someone in my family had to see me at the mall. <laughs> got the <laughs> phone call. They would call my mom or dad to let them know that, hey, you know, we saw your daughter getting a phone number or something. Yeah. Um, buying the latest posters of John Bon Jovi, whatever. Right. Um, you that's got where it inspired me, too. Thank you. Um, that was, those were the days of having fun. Exactly. Days that um, you waited in line, I guess, for the new CD, the new cassette. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what started it. And also my parents um, growing up with Glenn Miller, Perry Como with the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, Bee Gees, Spanish music, um, listening to Arabic music, doing a dance called the Depki, learning salsa from my dad, stepping on his toes because he taught me how to dance. Mm-hmm. My mom taught me how to Syrian dance. Oh, nice. A little, belly, a little bit of belly dancing, but it had to be appropriate. Um, so basically for my family, from the whole... 80s metal scene, my sisters, too, had a a big influence on me with music. And it was also something that if you had a rough day um, from work, Mm -hmm. if you had a rough day at school, I'd come home, be with my family, and Friday nights when my dad would come home after, you know, getting paid, he would dance with my mom. My mom would would put her red lipstick on, and they would dance. And we would be a part of that. Christmas Eve, Christmas Christmas Eve, which is big in the Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. We would have family over. We would be dancing. Um, New Year's Eve, we'd go to somebody's house back mm-hmm. in the day, and they would have like a little party. The Cuban Club, which my father was a member of, he was a funny member of. Mm-hmm. We'd stay on Cuban Club in Bridgeport. They would always have dances and parties. So my parents would take me and my sister, then... I would take my daughter mm-hmm. to these parties. And that's what inspired me to start something with music. All of those memories as a kid. Cool. Well, we have a comment from Jitters about people that were snitching you out in the music stores. His comment is busted. Yeah, well, 
it was it was the people I mean it wasn't really even family Mm -hmm. it was basically and it was innocent it wasn't anything wrong on my part but um (laughs) I just remember coming home with a Bon Jovi poster and my father would say what do you have in your hand with a thick Cuban accent I was Uh no nothing what'd you buy and I would tell him and he would say where'd you get the money from from my allowance you were supposed to save that money. And then he'd say something to me in Spanish that wasn't so nice. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. But, um, yeah. And then he would say to me, by the way, you know, we saw someone, we heard from so-and-so, you were talking to a guy. And I would always try to play it off like, oh, yeah, he went to school with me, blah, blah, blah. Well, you can yeah. never pass anything on my parents. So... <laughs> <laughs> And then Jitters also commented, music is so healing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. With the pandemic, after losing my parents. um, Definitely. Definitely. It brings people together. It's something Mm -hmm. that's so needed. It's therapy. It's so... it's, It's definitely much needed. I totally agree. So, what genre of music is is because I, I know you like a lot of different types of music on the same way mm-hmm. but which genre of music is kind of your favorite oh boy that's a tough one um wow can I mix it up a little bit or does that have to be one straight nope you can do whatever you want Okay. Um, what about you? Oh boy, it's tough. Uh, I guess the big bands. Mm-hmm. Well, I recently learned <coughs> there's a documentary from this wonderful, wonderful guy named Sam Dunn. Mm-hmm. He's from Canada. He's like the Eddie Trunk of Canada. The documentary is called The Metal Evolution. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And the metal scene actually started with surfing music and with the blues. Yep. With Baby King, with the Beach Boys, with, mm-hmm. I can't even think of his name right now. And after watching that documentary, well, the big bands had an influence. The surfing music had an influence. The blues, B.B. King, Robert Johnson, all these underrated musicians. Well, B.B. King's not underrated, but so many right. have influenced Bill Ward, Bruce Dickinson, and oh yeah, um, Perry Como also, Pavarotti, King Malmsteen was mm-hmm. influenced by opera music, by Pavarotti. I was shocked, but I was so happy to hear. So I would say a mix of all those genres, the, the big bands, mm-hmm. the 80s hair metal, if it's still around, I hope you're still around. I still play I it. I love it. I, I, I mix it, it in with, because I like to play a lot of indie artists, a lot of new artists, a lot of up-and-coming mm-hmm. artists that, you know, mm-hmm. any other station doesn't play. So, right. And I'll, I'll mix it all together, and I'll throw in some mainstream music as well. And, you know, I've done 80s hair metal shows, and I just have a blast with them because I still love that right. music. I'm into, like, Duran Duran. Um, my fiance can't stand them, but I love the reflex. Mm-hmm. When it comes over, I'm like, hon, you want to hear Duran Duran? No. <laughs> Come on. I'm staying alive. No. See, believe it or not, 
because I'm a daycare teacher's assistant for 15 years, mm-hmm. when you get certified for CPR, Staying Alive is one of the chest compression songs that you use when you're doing chest compressions, I which did I did not, not know about. That. Yes. I mean, I've been certified before, but I mean, it's been years since I've been certified for it. How, so yeah. how does that work with the that beat, being a song? The beats of the, the beats, the uh-huh. beats of the song with the chest compressions. I believe it's ten, compre- ten chest compressions per hundred, mm-hmm. something like that. And the beat of staying alive has to do with the chest compressions. Oh wow, that is so cool. Yep. Okay, we have a comment from Jitters. He said his daughter has the same feeling about music as you do. Um, that their family, they love to dance, sing, and enjoy time together. And his daughter is actually going to college to be part of the music industry. Uh, <laughs> oh, that sounded like a story amazing. waiting to happen. That's amazing. Just tell her to be herself. My exactly. daughter, who's influenced me also with this, when the starting of my page, my best friend, my fiance. Um, if there's one thing I can tell anyone that has kids, my daughter graduated college, she graduated makeup school. Mm-hmm. She constantly reminds me, Mom, be yourself. There's going to be bands out there that are going to appreciate you and are going to love you, and then there's going to be some that don't. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. one door closes and another one opens. Haters so just be famous. yourself. Yep. And be humble. Always be thankful. Mm -hmm. Be gracious. Don't forget those things because it's so important. Yes, it is. No, I was very humbled not too long ago. As as a matter of fact, last year, the well-known band Mushroomhead wanted me. They wanted to fly me to New York and follow them all the way from New York to California just to take pictures. Wow! But I couldn't do it. Wow! We we did jump on three shows with them. And we had a blast. Wow, I was going to say sword, but I mean smoke. <laughs> you go from stone to smoke <laughs> to sword. Hey, oh my not? gosh, I apologize. Oh, don't worry about I'm it. I have right. a soft tongue sometimes, but... <laughs> well, we have a comment. Big Boss Man says, you just made a new friend. He loves Duran Duran. Uh, uh, he says, Rio and Hungry Like the Wolf is his uh, Oh my gosh, he's doing a band that I'm listening to. The name of the song is um, The Promise. Mm-hmm. The name of the band is called When in Rome. Oh my gosh. And MXS. And not so much The Cure, but The Fix. Oh my gosh, one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. Flag of Seagulls. Oh my gosh, it goes on and on and on. The 99 oh. Balloons. Oh yes, with uh, Nina. I think. Yes. 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 Nina did not yes. balloons. Walking on sunshine. I mean, wow. Who could not like all that? It's all happy music. Oh, exactly. I bet you I know a band she'd really dig. Who? Lethal Injection. Oh. And they don't have no fan top on the- Oh, I don't know them. Never heard yeah, of Yeah, they're, they're, they're an Arizona band. They're actually pretty big on the, the West Coast in general. Um, okay. Oh, my God. They do such awesome shows. <laughs> they're friends of ours, and we've seen them perform more than once. So, it, I mean, wow. lucky for us. Um, I'll check them out. Yeah. Um, on you my have to tell how to spell injection. Cause yeah, I'll I'll message you how to spell injection because they spell it a little different. Okay. Um, 
last Saturday we saw them live. It's the first time we they'd played live in about a year. And I actually did a Facebook Live video. It's on wow. my DJ page that, you know, anybody who wasn't able to catch the show could check it out and, you know, kind of get a feel for, for what they do. But they Amazing. just put on such an awesome performance. Wow. There is a band that I'm working with, too, from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh-huh. Her name is Dead West. Vinny Sky is the front man. And they're amazing. So you guys follow them, check them out. Um, they did the nicest thing for me, and I want to give them a shout-out. Go for it. A while ago, they put my artist and band promotion artist logo mm-hmm. on their website on one of their links. And oh, it was nice. so incredible. So when you go on their website, I believe it's if you look under one of their links. I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. But you'll see my artist and promotions artist logo. So I want to give a big shout out to them. There's also a promoter, Tourism, in Arizona. Uh-huh. Um, her name is Larry King and Trevor Beckway. There's also an awesome, awesome musician. His name is Tony Noyes, N-O-Y-E-S. Mm-hmm. He has a fantastic CD called Good vs. Evil. And his website, I believe it's www.tonynoyes.com. Okay. Purchase his CD. He's an actor. He's a fantastic musician. He's Oh, he's fantastic. I will send you his link also. Oh, yeah, Terrific, humble, humble Star Wars fan like me. Um, yes, yeah, Star Wars! Facebook live videos. Oh, gosh, I grew up with that. He is an, he's another awesome Arizona <laughs> native, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have heard of Dead West. They're I, very good. Yeah, I do. They're like have, a southern hard rock. They're yeah. good. I don't have any They're of playing. their music. I will like, send it I to you. I have some of their on my show. I will send you their MP3s. Oh, awesome. Check they're it out, people. We're getting good west. At the, they're playing in the temp in Arizona tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And I believe they're opening up for Steel Panther. I saw that. Yes. I saw that one. I saw the, the poster for it. I yes. was like, oh, I want to go, but I can't make it that day. Oh, well, they're starting to do shows little by little mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, and I guess depending on where you live, and also depends on your age. And yes. I guess a lot of people, depending on what state you live in, you live in, they want to be extra cautious um, because a lot of people are still. I don't know how to say it, and I don't want to say anything to offend anyone, but there are a lot of people that still don't believe in wearing a mask or the whole thing mm-hmm. and the whole COVID. I mean, everyone has a right to their own opinion, but I guess a lot of these bands are just kind of cautious. Right. So they have to go by the extra precautionary rules Mm -hmm. at the different venues. You can only have so many people gathered. You have to reserve a table. You have Mm -hmm. to wear a mask at all times. Um, Now, they've they've changed those now, just like this past week or last week. Wow. Wow. Yeah, um, the wow. governor of Arizona decided because our COVID numbers or whatever had gone down so much that he opened up the state wow. when we had got the tickets to see lethal injection and it was, you know, you reserve the table. And when we got there, you know, between buying the tickets and the show, the governor pretty much opened the state up and said bars could go full capacity. Um you didn't have to wear a mask, you know, you could if you want, 
And I mean, some businesses still require it. So it's like, you uh-huh. know, whatever. And so we got there to see Lethal Injection Saturday, and we're going in, and they're like, if you want to wear a mask, you can wear one. If you don't want to wear one, we are not going to say anything. And I'm like, yes. Mm. So. Connecticut is getting there, mm-hmm. but um, we still have to wear masks. It's our state law. Restaurants are staying open till 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because Connecticut is the divider. Because I live closer to New York City, mm-hmm. and then Northern is near Massachusetts, they were hit really, really, really bad. They were. So Connecticut, Connecticut is still on the mens of not doing anything at full capacity just yet, because mm-hmm. we're bordering also Pennsylvania, New Jersey, right. um, New England, and they just and the governor um, just wants to keep things the way they are until. Um, not that he's comparing New York, not that he's comparing uh, Massachusetts, but mm-hmm. because they were hit so hard. My daughter works for Marshalls, for example. Mm-hmm. Marshalls is owned uh, by a CEO in Massachusetts. They're a Massachusetts plan. Mm-hmm. So she was shut down from work, when we all were. But knowing that they're from Massachusetts and they didn't have any trucks coming in, they didn't have a big supply, now they're making up for it. They're busy, but you still have to wear a mask in their store. You have right. to wear a mask in the grocery store. I mean, I don't wear it when I come home from work because my daughter and I live together. Right. When I when we walk our dog, I won't wear a mask. But I go, if I go to my family members, out of respect, because my sisters are, you know, older than me, mm-hmm. out of respect for them. If people come here and they want to wear them, I'm not going to say no. Exactly. Um, now that it's getting warmer, we can sit outside on my little deck. I have a condo that I live in with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just basically have to, you know, respect our rules until everything's um, fully opened. None of our theaters are open. Venues are not open yet. They're just starting to slowly do outdoor shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when the theaters are going to be open. Probably... I don't know, because fall gets chilly, and then, of course, the winter. Right. So probably not until spring of next year, even though we're all getting our vaccinations. I guess they just want to be extra cautious because of these two bordering states. Right. And, I mean, you can't blame them for that. No. No. Yeah, we had a, uh, in in our chat box, and so our listeners can hear, we had a little... They were trying to one-up each other for DJ Smoke and Jitters and posting the different links for Dead West. So there's several of them in the chat box now because they're trying to outdo each other. Um, and we have a comment from Ace. He says he's from Buffalo, New York. Okay. I don't know where he's living now. Where are you living now, Ace? It is. The winters there are brutal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is. And the Buffalo Bills, I'm a sports fan, too. I was so rooting for the Buffalo Bills to go to the Super Bowl, but <laughs> that's yeah. all right. I was rooting for Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Brady, but the commercials were good. Hey, got to see Manning. I'm a Giants fan. There you go. The music was pretty good. I know everybody was nailing The Weekender, but he had to do everything by himself. Mm-hmm. There were no other performances. So give the guys some credit. I mean, exactly. that's not easy to pull off, especially during a pandemic. Exactly. 
Yeah, my um, I call him my brother's DJ Ink Master. He's from Buffalo. He just moved wow. out here to Arizona. Wow. Oh, and Ace said he's still in Buffalo, and you made a new friend. Awesome. Tell him and he listen to him, too. <laughs> there is a fantastic, oh, my gosh. His name is Louis Molino. Mm-hmm. L-O-U-I-E-M-E-R-L-I-N-O. He's originally from Buffalo, New York. He lives in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. He was in a band called Beggars and Thieves. Oh, oh my god! Ah, oh, well, Louis now lives in Las Vegas, oh, cool. but I'm helping promote his. Um, he doesn't have a gallery yet, mm-hmm. but he has beautiful paintings, all kinds of oh, artwork. Nice. Beautiful. If anyone is interested, I will send you his email to purchase. His work is beautiful, and he's toured with so many bands, and he's still so humble. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I want to give him a shout-out, too, to supporting me for having me promote his artwork. Um, if anyone's interested in some beautiful paintings, I will send you his email address because he's looking for people to purchase his artwork. Beautiful, handcrafted, gorgeous artwork. Cool. Well, you can also send me um, a link for his page, and I'll post it sure. up on all my social media. That way, everybody can find it. Sure. He doesn't have a page just yet, okay. but I have his email address that I can send you. Okay. So anyone work. can purchase and check out his... Um, what I can do is also, I can send you different pictures, mm-hmm. or if you want to friend him, he has two different pages. Okay. You can feel free to friend him, and then you can message him and let him know that Christina Avila referred you. So we can send you his artwork, or if anyone's interested, I can also, also for you, Mary, I can message you some Mm -hmm. of his uh, pictures of his beautiful artwork that he's been doing. There you go, because then I can post them up on all of my social media and, you know, get the word out for him. Yes, he's quite, he um, was actually um, in the Spinal Tap movie for a few seconds oh, wow. and it's pretty funny yeah he was just in it for a brief second he's done back of vocals for jump jet mm-hmm. for the song from poison he's well known but he's still so humble i believe him and running that crusoe i'm not sure if they're trying to get beggars and thieves back mm-hmm. but um that would they're be also cool. like a bluesy they're the bluesy rock yeah and i really don't think that they made it out there in l.a just because, I don't know what happened, but they were so underrated mm-hmm. that they didn't make it, but their music, um, check them out on YouTube. Um, I believe, I'm not sure if they still have a Facebook page or not, but definitely do a YouTube search um, for Beggars and Thieves. Their music is just so meaningful, so fantastic. And he's awesome, and... He's got lucky, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and thank you to Jitters, because he went and found uh, Louie's Facebook, and he posted the link up um, in our chat oh, room. Oh, great. Thank you so much, Jitter. Awesome, thank you. Uh, let's see, we have, oh, from Ace, he said, the restaurants are the same still in New York. They close at 11, and they have to wear a mask. So now uh-huh. we know how those are. <laughs> yep. Now, you're working with an all-star band as well. Yes, 
Uh, it's so exciting for about two months. They are a symphonic metal classic rock band. Their name is Renaissance Rock Orchestra. They have Facebook, on an Instagram. Basically, they have a new website. I don't believe it's come out yet. They're still working on it. The composer, founder, writer, producer, his name is Greg Fox. Uh, their their is, website is up. I did find it. Okay. Um, they are phenomenal. Their music is so positive. They have a Spotify page if you want to check it out. Um, their new release is coming out April 15th. It's called Song of Hope. Oh, check nice. out their YouTube page. Subscribe to their YouTube page. Share their YouTube page. Share their Spotify page. They have such incredible, uplifting, positive. Song of Hope is just beautiful. Another song called in My Loving Arms. Mm-hmm. A Circus Life. Oh, I cannot. Even, wow. Um, Greg is incredible. He's so humble. So awesome. His lineup for this for this um, album is Tony Aleman, mm-hmm. uh, Christian Brady, Brian Tishy on drums, Mark Bowles on vocals, also Robin McCauley from the McCauley Shanker Group. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Greg Smith, bass player. He was a bass player for Ted Poley's, one of Ted Poley's bands, New Jersey native. Um, please give follow them. Subscribe to their YouTube page. Um, follow them on Spotify. They're just incredible. A bunch of musicians. Greg is one of the nicest guys you can, you can meet. So humble. So chill. And I want to give him a shout out too for having me on board. For being their East Coast promoter. He's, he's fantastic. He's so amazing. Yeah, and for our listeners, Greg will actually be on my show next month. Yay! Yay! It'll be a lot of fun. He's excited. He's really excited. He couldn't believe that I pulled it off. He's like, what? Wow. Like, I know. It's only been two months I've been working with you guys, but he's so funny. He will have you laughing. He's such just... He's a character, but he's he's a good character. He's someone that we could all use right now. He's just a great friend, great support system, and he's, ugh, he's amazing. He's talented. Well, at least now you'll be able to warn him to see what her interviews are like. <laughs> no warnings allowed. Well, I sent him the links to my uh, Anchor FM where the replays awesome. of my show are. So, awesome. Yeah, that that's all the warning he needs. <laughs> If you guys know of any magazines, too, I'm trying to feature them in some magazines. If you know of any magazines in your area or if you know magazines in general, I'm trying to submit them and also the musicians I'm working with. Because mm-hmm. right now, since there are no tours happening, I really want people to feel excited like I am. To yeah. Check out new bands, um, to see what's going on, you know, their upbringings. Um, so if anyone knows any, like, I don't want to say com- competitors, but, you know, right. I guess you guys, um, as far as, like, radio stations, whatever, just to get them some airplay, too, they oh, yeah. appreciate it. All the musicians I work with, they appreciate any of that. 
Oh yeah, uh, and I mean I have there's there I have a lot of DJs on our station and on other stations that tune into me as well. Okay. And a lot of times they they'll hit me up and they'll go that song you just played. Who is it? And I'll tell them who it is, and they're like, "Can I get their music?" So I share the music out that way as well. And I also awesome. help to promote other. Uh, I help to promote magazines, um, other nice. DJs. You know, pretty much all that stuff. Awesome. I'm actually waiting for some MP3s to come along mm -hmm. from other bands I'm working with. I have some MP3s from Lovebone. Um, I believe Greg sent me a couple of more. Mm -hmm. um, the Argentinian band, they're called Ironia. It's a big dream of mine, being her part Hispanic to work with. Mm -hmm. A Hispanic band. They're fantastic. But the way they do, they're doing things, I don't know if they have MV3s, but they're on Spotify, they're on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I can also send you their band page. Oh my gosh. The least thing are sings in English and in Spanish. Oh, nice. And their yeah. music is so powerful, and I think for them, because their economy is really tough, and mm -hmm. the pandemic is really bad, and it's really poor in Buenos Aires, any little support that anyone can just give them by liking their band page, checking out their music, um, means so much to them. And they're great guys. In fact, I'm, I was joking around with the guitar player about... Um, kind of testing his waters about promoting them. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I've talked to the guys in the band and maybe a couple ladies later, and then we're joking around again. I'm like, do you guys need an assistant manager? We need a USA manager. You want to <laughs> do it? I'm like, oh, yeah. What do I need to do? Just do what you're doing. I'm like, wow, this is so yeah. cool. And I'm also an, um, an assistant manager to this band, Love Bone, mm -hmm. Roy Costin, who's from Oneida, New York. Um, He's fantastic. He's another one. Just got a heart of gold. Fantastic. The band, the lead singer, actually, and we joke around a lot, a lot about this, but he sings like Michael Sweet from Striper. Oh, and his lead cool. singer, his name is Chuck Heath. And he's got this voice, this vocal range. He sings like him a little bit. And I will send you over their band page. He also has a website too because he's uh -huh. working on some solo stuff from his previous bands that he was in um roy's a great guy and feel free to find roy too and just let him know that you're crazy you know he's coast promoter you know was on my show and if i say oh great there goes trouble there goes the doing it again <laughs> yeah he's another one and he also referred me to a musician was now in Arvana, Illinois, named Lou DeBello. Mm -hmm. And Lou DeBello has traveled. He's toured with Foghat. Oh, um, I love Foghat. Yeah, he's... Uh, Lou is awesome. He has three different pages. Mm -hmm. I believe he has a guitar page, he has his band page, and then he has a solo page. And he is just riveting. Roy was telling me at one time with Love Bone was Jeff Howell. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what band Jeff Howell was in. I believe it's Foghat. I could be wrong. But Jeff Howell was his guitarist for a while. Right. Um, but yeah, check out those bands. And Oh yeah, send me all the links and then I'll share them around. I will. Thank you so much. We have a comment from Jitters. He said in Yakima, Washington Magazine, um, you can contact and they, he says, we love artists up here. 
have to get off. I'm like, no, sit right there. Would you pay attention to me, please? <laughs> okay. Well, just, right. just so you know, um, you were talking and I didn't want to interrupt, but we had to go live again. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> no, it's cool. I mean, that, that happens on my shows and it's just funny. Um, and just so our listeners know what we were talking about, we were talking about Ronnie Monroe. And I can oh, tell you God. his exact birthday, because he is one year and two days older than me. Come on, he's going to be 36? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but his he's going to be 21. Yeah. He's going to be 21. But he was in metal church back in the day. <laughs> right. And his, and but his birthday is November too. 23rd. Wow. Huh. Mine is coming up. April 21st, I'll be 48. Yeah. All right. I got you, mm. November oh 24th, I will be 55. No, you're not. You look great. Yeah, I will be. Wow. You look fantastic, Mary. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. I hope I, look, I get to look that good at that age someday. Well, you know what the secret is? Don't grow up. Being an adult no. is bullshit. It's way overrated. Kids. I work with little toddlers and infants. Uh, no. No. Never. Yeah. I mean, they have way I'm more on, fun than any adult. I'm on the floor with them doing trains, doing Duplos, Legos. I mean... Yeah. <sighs> doing, you know, dress up with the baby dolls and really kind of going over. My boss calls it dramatic play, but mm -hmm. I get really specific with them. I'll say, what color is the baby's outfit? Oh, what color is this black? Let's see what we can do with this one. Mm -hmm. And they look at me like, she's crazy. But then they love it. They just love that someone can talk to them and just exactly. make it fun for them. Well, you know what's funny? My... My kids are all grown up out of the house, and I have my fourth grandchild was just born this month. Aw, congratulations. Oh, thank you. So, all of my adult children, you know, they come over or whatever, or they're talking to me, and they're going, Mom, you are an overgrown teenager. And I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> never change. No, never. And then the funniest part is when my daughters want to go out to a club or go out for the night, they come and raid my closet. <laughs> and I'm going, get your own clothes. And they're like, you got better clothes. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, okay, whatever. But I mean, I love I my daughters, but they really dress old. And I tease <laughs> them because I'm like, you're wearing old lady clothes. And they look at me as if I'm wearing, you know, a concert shirt and jeans. Mm -hmm. and that's they're like, my dress. They're that's like, so and I'm like, nope, not happening. I was in Target with my daughter and my fiance a while ago. We were in the sports section downstairs. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we're like throwing footballs or throwing, you know, I have like the baseball and he's throwing the ball. And I'm like, I hope we're not in trouble. <laughs> oh no, they have video cameras. We got to stop this right now. Because <laughs> I don't want to throw a football and have it hit someone. Right. But when I go into Target, the game section, I get so excited about Monopoly. And my daughter's going to be 27, and she'll say, Oh, no. Really, Mom? i like, yeah. got to get it. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Mom. Me and my kids used to play this game in Walmart. 
and we would all and this was most of them were already out of the house because I had five five kids and I think only wow. like the two youngest my two daughters were home the boys were all old over 18 and I'd call them up and I'm like meet me at Walmart and they're like are we playing the game and I said yeah well our game is called embarrassment and we try to do whatever we can to embarrass our other family members to see who will be the last one standing in Walmart Oh, jeez. Oh, that sounds like fun. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, we walked in. I, My oldest son had gotten there first this one time, and me and my daughters come walking in. And he comes walking up to us with a pair of panties on his head and a bra put on on the outside of his shirt. <laughs> my oldest daughter looks at him. She's like, I'm out. And she went and sat in the car. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I would see... Uh, two of my boys coming towards me with a tri- riding tricycles. So I'm grabbing paper out of my out of my purse, and I handed a piece to my younger daughter, and we're writing like we're scoring them with numbers. And as oh, they go geez. by us, we're just holding the numbers up. Oh, that's a riot! That is so funny. I mean, oh, luckily gosh. the Walmart we go to, the head of security knows us personally. So, <laughs> so we don't get into trouble for it. Sometimes uh-huh. he's like, are you playing embarrassment again? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, because your son is diving into panties. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, we're not going to bother him. We know what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How long have you been running this station? How many years have you and your husband been doing it, Mary? How did you and your husband meet? Um. Well... Originally, we met when we were 16. Um, Okay. I lived in uh, Arizona at the time, in Sierra Vista. He lived in Coolidge, Arizona. So, a friend of mine, or a friend of his, had moved closer to this area. And there was a place out in Wachuca City we used to go to to party, and we called it the Dunes. So, I'm out there one night, and all of a sudden, these three guys on bikes come rolling up. Uh, I mean, I, I started riding on the backs of Harleys when I was five years old. I love bikes. Wow. <laughs> so, I go walking up, and I don't know why, you know, the, the the guy in the middle with the helmet on just kind of piqued my interest, and I walk up, and I'm like, I want to go for a ride. And the one guy goes, okay, I'll take you for a ride, and I'm like, nope, not you. And then the, the other guy goes, I'll take you for a ride, and I'm like, nope, not you. And then he just kind of looks at me, he's like, get on. And I'm like, all right. And we went almost all the way to Tucson before we turned around and came back. Wow. Well, then I'm trying to figure out who this guy is. And I can't find him anywhere. But he's like two counties away. So I didn't look that far. My second husband was actually his friend from high school. And he moved me to Coolidge, Arizona. And he was having a problem with the stereo. And he's like, i got to go get a friend of mine who's really good with stereos. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know anybody here. And who does he come walking in the door with? The guy. Yeah. Wow. And that's also why he's my ex-husband. And he actually told Smoke, you know, I work the swing shift, I'm not home, blah, blah, blah. Can you come over and, you know, hang out with her while I'm at work? And I'm like, oh, God. 
Yeah, it didn't Aww, turn out well sweet. for my ex, but it turned out okay for us. Nice. But yeah, we got into wow. radio because um, I have a full-service band management company, and we do promotions and touring and, and uh, all kinds of things. Just about everything nice. that, that's imaginable. We have our in-house photographer. So, a friend of mine, we had met, um, we had taken uh, Dope Sick and Broken Skulls out. We did five states and five days tour. I will never do another one. It was awesome, wow. but I'm not doing it again. It's that was a lot exhausting. of work. Right. Yeah. So, I was working with this radio station in uh, Colorado in, I think they're around Denver. Or Colorado Springs, I can't remember which. And it was a Tri-Lakes Radio. And this one DJ, and his name's Mike, he was running a promotion for the show where we were giving out tickets to the show. And wow. So we get up there, and we ended up meeting him at the venue and hanging out. And then the next day, he had us on his show to, to interview us. And he left Tri-Lakes. He moved to Vegas. And he started uh, working with another radio show. Or com radio, uh, whatever. I get so confused. And uh, he calls me one day. And he goes, have you ever thought about doing radio? And I'm like, nope. Never interested, never thought about it. I'm like, why? He's like, well, because we need some more DJs for our station. He says, I think you'd make a good one. He's like, do you want to try it? I'm like, sure, I'll give it a try. You know, why the hell not? And I'm like... And then I was like, wait, wait, can I play the music I want? Like, from my bands. And, you know, other bands that people don't know about yet. And he was like, yeah, that's what we want you to do. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah, I'll try it. That was only two years ago. And. Wow. I found out it's like, you know what? This is actually kind of fun. Nice. <laughs> and I have. Nice. My shows go out to at least seven continents, um, and I've had uh, some some people tracking, like, you know, because there's a lot of different ways pe people can tune in, uh -huh. and I've had up to, like, 100,000 listeners, and it's like, okay, I just have fun. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. You are such a genuine... Um, radio DJ. Oh, oh my gosh, you. Mary. We we definitely need more like you. Because a lot of them, I mean, Matt Thomas too, mm -hmm. who's super, super cool radio, it's just so awesome and he'll, you know, make me laugh because he knows I get nervous or mm -hmm. he'll ask me or he'll send me, so what's the newest band, Christina? Does he <laughs> have long hair? And I'm like, what do you think? Really? Exactly. We're all, you know, we're off, we're off. I mean, we're off. You know, we're not live. But he's like, really? Every time I see your page, it's a new guy with long hair. I'm like, my specialty. Really? I'm like, no. So <laughs> it's just coincidence. This one girlfriend of mine, her husband's band is called the Riot Kings. They're a Connecticut band. I'll send you their link too. Fantastic cool. band. Um, they do originals and covers. Mm -hmm. Um. The other day, she said to me, oh, my. I'm like, what? Craig Fox? Wow, he's good looking. I'm like, choose him well. My like, gosh, Roy Costin. Wow. I'm like, yep. Whoa. So it makes you promote them. Long hair. I'm like, 
Oh no, don't tell me the shirt's open too. I'm like, yep. <laughs> you know, hey. my husband's sitting right next to me and he's laughing. I'm like, really? Come on, I'm not like that. Oh, Christina, you're so full of it. I'm like, well, you know, if I happen to go to a show and they're there playing, the shirt's open. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be respectful. No, you won't. I'm like, no. I will. Just take a picture, buy me a beer, and let's talk sports and stuff. We'll have a good time. Oh, you flirt. Like, whatever. (laughs) But I'll send you their link. They just came out with a new CD. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can purchase it yet, but they're a Milford, Connecticut band. And those guys have just been so amazing to me. There are at least, out of three of the 11 bands my fiance and I had seen, Mm -hmm. ever since I lost my mom, there are two bands, and they're both 90s cover bands. Mm-hmm. And then this band, the Riot Kings, those three bands have stood by my side since losing my mom. Oh, you know an and, awesome cover band you need to check out? Okay. Drop D. Drop D. Okay. Yes, they are based out of Tucson. They're a metal cover band, but nice. what's unique... They did uh, the song by Nina, 99 Left Balloons. Nice. And turned it metal. <gasps> wow. And they did oh Living La Vida Loca, and they made it metal. They do that one song, Ship Happens, and they do it metal. And wow. I love watching them because they are so much fun. There's a really good, I'm thinking about it now, I don't know if they're still playing, but I believe they're from Mexico or L.A. Mm-hmm. They're called Metal Metalachi. And oh, they dress, heard dress them. up like mariachi, but they do metal. Yes, they're I've heard hysterical. Them. They're a riot. Yep. They're fun. good, too. Oh, so my fun. <coughs> yeah, they're hysterical. Yeah. They're um, great. I like the Drop D, and then there was one day, and this was last year, kind of towards the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Stupefy out of Ohio. They're a Disturbed tribute band. Oh. They did a song called Not Down with the Sickness, and it's about COVID. Right. And I saw the video on Facebook, and I mean, I hit them up instantly, and I'm like, I want that. I want to play it on my show. And they're like, can you do that? And I'm like, yes, I can. Wow. So, and I love playing that song because it is so funny. Mm. Oh, yes. And Jitters is posting up links for just about everybody we say. And we do have um, a comment from him. I don't want to forget about it. Where to go? The first band that I ever supported for 11 years, and I was Shiver, they were a cover band, but they became like brothers to me. Mm-hmm. When my dad had the cancer, when my dad passed away, and they're no longer together, but they really influenced me to be a promoter. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin's punk band, they're called Sonic Supercharger 66. Oh, they nice name. really inspired me. Shiver is no longer together, but um, when we get back on live, mm-hmm. I want to give out a shout out to those guys. They just... Oh, we are live. Oh, We've okay. been live. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, no. Edit the part about the long hair and the shirt open. Edit that. Please edit uh, that. We oh, can't my gosh. Edit I'm live. So, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Oh, oh my gosh, please. Come on. You know, those guys are eye candy. Face it. 
and they I do know. that for a reason. I know. You know, oh the, the musicians, they take off their shirts or leave them open. They do it for a reason, for female <sighs> fans. Oh, boy, I hope none of them heard me. And if you did, I apologize. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's it. bad. I know. I know. I think we all need to have a good laugh. Exactly. Um, and Jitter says, you are inspiring him to pursue... To pursue... Uh, to pursue... Sometimes I can't talk. Being a promoter with all his energy, love, and passion for music. Oh, thank you so much, Jitter. Wow. Um... I was just thinking about it. There are two special bands. Mm -hmm. My fiancé and I, we had seen a lot of bands, and we just got tired of the scene after a while. Right. And one of them, we went to a pool hall, mm -hmm. and their name was Shiver. They were about, they were together for about, oh, 11, 12 years that we had seen them. We mm -hmm. supported them, supported them. They helped me so much. To remember being humble, to being kind, to be supportive. Right. Um, I want to give a shout out to Jimmy Nowotny, Glenn Keane, Carlo Papola, George Albano Jr. Those four guys, they open up the doors for me to do what I'm doing now. There's also my cousin's band, Sonic Supercharger 66, mm -hmm. Jeff Coleman, James Rockwood, my cousin Jimmy McDowell, Mikey... Santones, I believe is his name, John Bomber, mm -hmm. the Riot Kings from Milford, Connecticut, Kent Johansson, Bill Barclay, Heather, his lovely wife, um, Keith, the bass player, mm -hmm. Mark Masagna, the drummer, um, two awesome 90s cover bands, trivia bands, Round Three, Tony Mack, Tom Nostin, Mike Haas on bass. Um, the other band is called Flannel Clad Masses. That's with Dan D'Elia. Mm -hmm. um, the drummer's name is Al Santa. Glenn Keane and Jimmy Nowotny. Oh my gosh. Those bands have made me who I am today. So I want to give them such a big shout out. And if anybody wants to check out um, Sonic Supercharger 66, um, Riot Kings, um, Flannel Clad, Round 3, those four band pages are on Facebook. Awesome. And they are just terrific, loving, humble souls. They're just, ugh. And Glenn's wife, Anne, is a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Dan's wife is awesome. Tony's wife, Sandy, a doll. Um, just good people that I cannot and I will not. I don't want to forget. Duncan McIntyre also, he was the one who got tickets for my fiancé and I to see his band Vengeance mm -hmm. to open up for Y&T. Oh, nice. And we got to see this friend, girl I knew. Mm -hmm. His band Vengeance opened up for Rat. And that was a disaster. Uh -oh. But it was the last time with Warren D. Martini. And then there's a venue in Derby, Connecticut... Rock Tavern. Mm -hmm. My fiance and I got tickets. Mike Tramp was there twice. I got to meet Mike Tramp. First oh, nice. time with shoulder length hair, the second time he had the short gray hair. Mm -hmm. And Duncan is another one. Ugh. Duncan McIntyre. His band Vengeance. If anyone wants to find them, they're on Facebook also. Female fronted, 
um, Debbie is her name. She's from London. Mm -hmm. And she's a female fronted uh, with this band Vengeance. Fantastic band. Duncan oh, is cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do one show. Um, I've done it once, and I've had I had so many people that that loved it that I'm going to do it again sometime. Because sometimes I'll do a theme show, and I've done Rock Around the World, where I will not play any bands from the U.S. I only play from out of country, and okay. then I've done Women of Rock, where I only do female fronted rock and metal. Uh -huh. And those are a lot of fun. And we have a comment from DJ Truckee. She says, "Don't be embarrassed," and then she was telling me, "Spit it out." I finally did. And JJ Jones just popped into our Discord. JJ, he's from New York. Actually, nice. I can't remember exactly where. Long Island, I think. Is okay. where he's at. Okay. He is an amazing hip hop artist. Awesome. And oh my god, I'm going to have to send you his song Peer Pressure. It is my favorite oh. one cuz it's it's hard to explain, but that song gives me chills every time I hear it. I'm sure it's very motivating, because we all face peer pressure, whether it's school, work, yep. promoters, musicians. It's out there. It's just how you handle it and what mm -hmm. you do about it. I also grew up with Run DMC. Yes! <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang. Yep, I remember um, those guys. It's funny because um, there is an NFL football commercial, and I think it was from two years ago. The Sean something, a uh, former NFL player. Mm -hmm. It was like the 100-year anniversary of the NFL, and Roger Goodell is up there, and they're all in their tuxes, and he makes some address. The Sean goes over, touches the cake with a golden football on top. Mm -hmm. The football drops, and oh, you no. see the legends all out there. They're playing the music of Rob Bass's It Takes Two. Mm -hmm. It is so darn funny. It's on YouTube. Oh, my God. Um, I'll find that. That sounds hilarious. Pan Manning, Miles Strahan, um, the boss from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Joe Montana, um, oh, Drew Brees, who just retired, Tom Brady, um, Patrick Mahomes, and then you see the older guys, Jim Brown from the Cleveland Browns, mm -hmm. the Hall of Famers, Emmett Smith is in this commercial. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh, it is so funny to see the legends throwing the football, and these young ones are like, hey, wait a minute, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> um, even there's a Geico commercial with, whoop, there it is, and two yep. of the guys from that band are in this Geico commercial, oh, and the wow. daughter comes out with the father, because the wife is dancing, the father comes down, and he's like, what? He starts dancing, the daughter turns around, and she walks back. Mm -hmm. It is hysterical. Well, yes. you want to hear something really funny? I told you my daughters will steal clothes out of my closet to go out, because mm -hmm. they like my stuff better. They don't, they have, like, old lady clothes whatever. They'll probably uh -huh. kill me or yell at me when they hear this, but I don't care. So, my oldest daughter and I, she invited me to go out with her and a couple friends. And I also knew the people. And they're also friends of mine. And so, we go to this one club and we were just standing outside and talking with a bunch of different people. <coughs> oh, and my dog had to say hello. Tank, stop. So, hey, Tank! Oh, yeah, and he looked, too. <laughs> He's like, who's calling me? Oh, what's so, up, Tank? What up, brother? How you doing? 
<laughs> He's looking over here like, uh, I don't get this. <laughs> a fake New York, a fake New York accent from a girl in Connecticut. Okay. There you go. One question, Tank. Where's Tony? Where's Tony? <laughs> oh, now he's looking out the door. I think he's looking for him. <laughs> he's such a riot. <laughs> and my dog just looked up at me, too, and now she just put her head down like, whatever, I'm going back to sleep. I'm bored. Yeah. So we're at this club, and this guy comes up, and he's just kind of standing there, you know, hanging with everybody else. And my daughter was talking to him and everything. Because she knew him, they were friends. And he finally looks at her and he says, So, when are you going to introduce me to your friend? And looks at me. And the look on her face, oh my God, I wish I had a recording. She looked horrified. And she's like, Oh my God, dude, that's my mom. And he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I mean, I'm like doubled over. I was laughing so hard. It was hilarious. I guess that with my daughter and I, they'll say, yeah. oh, is that your sister? I'm like, no, that's my daughter. Or my daughter will say, this is so embarrassing. And Marshall's, her co-workers, mm -hmm. oh, Tamara. And she's like, that's not my sister. That's my mom. <laughs> And she gets, so she's like, oh, mom, really? I never liked Marshalls, but now I'm there once a week. Oh, man, I And she too. sees me, and she's like, oh, gosh, no, mom, not right now. Mom, no, don't say hello to them right now. <laughs> no, mom. Well, I tell my kids it's my job to embarrass them now. My mom would say the same thing. My yep. dad, too. When I was pregnant with my daughter, I'll never forget my father saying, I hope you have a girl. I'm like, why? So she can do you what you did to me. <laughs> never forget it. And the thick Cuban accent. I'll never forget it. Never. Never. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. I think it's hilarious, you know, to be out someplace with, with my daughters and, you know, guys are like, well, who's your friend? And they're like, they just get this horrified look. And it's yep. so funny. Yep. And Definitely. I don't take any offense to it, and, you know, even if my husband's there, he just starts laughing because he thinks it's hilarious, too. Yep, yep. I want to give out a shout-out, too, to my amazing daughter. Her name is Tamara. Um, I'm just thinking about it. She's, and I've been through so much, mm -hmm. losing my dad or grandfather, um, and now with my mom. She has been, she is my guardian angel. She is such a good kid, such a sweetheart, that, I mean, we're mom and daughter. Yes, we get on each other's nerves. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, I don't know what I'd do without her. Yeah. She helped me with my mom at the end. My mom got really sick. Mm -hmm. She was here helping my mom with whatever. I don't know what I would do without her. Same with my fiance. His name is Gennaro. I don't know what I would do without mm -hmm. him and his family. I mean, I don't want to preach faith or anything, but I'm a Christian. I've been learning my life. With everything going on right now, I have peace in my life because I know that my parents are not suffering and I know they're in heaven. Right. Um, they had me involved in church as, an, you know, as a young kid, my mm -hmm. daughter too, youth group, Sunday school teacher. Mm -hmm. With all of that, I would be a wreck right now with the loss of my parents and this pandemic. Right. But because I have faith and peace, trying to be positive, trying to stay away from the negativity, mm -hmm. 
I also want to give a shout out to my sisters. Um, they've been amazing to me also. Just for everyone out there, whether I've met you or not, to the DJs, to people like you, Mary, to your husband, to the bands I work with. I'm also working, I want to give a shout out to an amazing mixing engineer. Mm -hmm. His name is Jason Wachenuzer in New Jersey. He is phenomenal. I believe his page is X01 Productions. There's also a mastering engineer named James Forbes in Florida. I can send you their links. If you know any oh, yeah. bands that are looking for mastering or mixing done, you, you mentioned, you know, my name to the bands, and I have the bands, you know, mention my name as a referral. Mm -hmm. They are two kind gentlemen, and I've never met them. They are just awesome. There's a promoter named Axel. Her name is Emily. Mm -hmm. She's from Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. There's a girl named Angela Gambino. She runs a company called Pro Player Art. Mm -hmm. She designs EPKs, drum heads. She, she sent me a beautiful drum head. Oh, nice. And I didn't play drums for my birthday two years ago. Her name is Angela Gambino. Oh, my gosh. She is fantastic. All the bands. I think Hammer I down have her on my friends list. She's amazing. There's an awesome drummer named Gabriel Anthony. Mm -hmm. Check out his stuff, too. Oh, my gosh. All the bands I work with. Uh, there's just so many. I can't think of their names right now, but right. Uh, Lou DiBello, Love Bone, Hammer Down Hard, Veronia, um, uh, this band from Portugal, um, Shameful, Shameful Behavior from London. Bolzano, Italy, Scanners, uh, Milan, Italy, a Motley Crue tribute called Motley Gang. They're great. They're a lot of fun. A band from Germany, even though their drummer is Mexican, mm -hmm. Lords of Salem. Yes, oh Lords of Salem. They've been on my show. There's They're also awesome. a, a Chilean guitar player who lives in Finland. Mm -hmm. He's not my cousin, but his name is Eric Avila, A-V-I-L-A. He is mind-blowing. I mean, this guy is like the younger Santana. Oh, and nice. he has a music page, a like page, and then he also has a friend page. And what he's doing from March until May on YouTube, he has different chapters of what he's doing mm -hmm. in Finland as far as his music and things like that. And then there's a, um, a Latin Grammy artist named Russ Hewitt, who I'm going to be working with. Mm -hmm. I haven't announced it yet, but I'm going to. He is from Texas. Oh, my gosh. He's got a beautiful single. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like Cuban um, blues. Cuban Oh, nice. Rock. Oh, just amazing, this guy. He, I believe he has a white page also. Cool. Um, it's R-U-S-S-H-E-W-I-T-T. I'm trying to think of the different... There's a band from Chicago called Tafoya. It's a three-piece rock band. Mm -hmm. Michael Tafoya, Gray, Craig, Angela's husband, and a fantastic bass player named Lester. Oh, man, she kills it. She kills that bass. Mm -hmm. uh, Lou DiBello, of course. Um, oh, a fantastic ACDC trivia band from Westchester, Cortland, New York, called Bonfire. Oh, have you seen the Jack? They're an ACDC tribute. They toured no. out to the West Coast last year wow. or the year before. 
I don't remember wow. where. But they're called the Jack. They okay. are amazing. They're actually based out of Tucson, Arizona. This band, Donnie Vitaccio, their guitar player, 20-something years ago, was a guitar tech. Mm-hmm. Now, from Buffalo, New York to New Jersey, he did a tour with Gilby Clark, Fred Fence from Miles Kennedy's band, The Conspirators, Conspirators I believe it is, mm-hmm. and some other musicians, and he was showing the story, and then he got to meet Angus Young and Brian Johnson. Oh, nice. And he said they were fantastic, such great guys. Um, this band, not to be confused with the German band Bonfire, right. but this ACDC crew band from upstate New York, the lead singer does Brian Johnson and and um, Bon Scott. Oh, and they're wow. even doing they're even doing their newer stuff from their newest album. And Donnie dresses up just like Angus Young with the red velvet shorts, yep. the hat, the shirt. Yeah. They are incredible. Wow. Yeah. I want to give out a huge um, shout out to a, mag- a magazine editor named Marcel Fabio. Um, if anybody's interested in, I can send them questions if they want to send me answers to mm-hmm. submit to the metal magazine from London. Um, I can email them to him. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Marcel too. He's, he's another one that's really helped me. So many people to think of, so many people that I want to thank, but, and of course, thank you to you and your husband. Oh, you're and welcome. Matthew, and Matthew Thomas um, for interviewing me for, and, oh my gosh, an amazing Toronto Canadian um, touring inside, touring session bass player, Bonnie mm-hmm. Robson. Fantastic symphonic metal band from, I believe they're Toronto, Canada, called Lost Symphony. K- Kelly, it's K E R E L I U K. He's in another heard band. Oh, there's great. He has another band called Prismind. P R I S M I N D. Fantastic too. Wow. And he plays that guitar like he's a virtuoso. Rick oh, Fox wow. too. Original bass player from Wasp. Ugh. Yep. New York native. Another um, guitarist named Carlos Arroyo. He's in a Jimi Hendrix um, tribute band. Mm-hmm. He's originally from Bronx, New York, lives out in Orange County. The name of the band is called Stone Free. Um, they're working on a new band and website. Mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to friend him, Carlos is an amazing guy, too. I believe it's A-R-R-O-Y-O. He is another humble soul. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just fantastic. In fact, he reached out to me and he said, hey... <laughs> Would you like me to FaceTime you? And I'm like, dude, my interview's over. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. You will have to so. tag them when, because um, I record when I have guests on, so I can post them for replay for anybody who missed them. So we'll have yeah. to remember to tag them so they can they can hear it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now I have a question. Sure. A- and this one could be a loaded question. Oh, boy. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, and what a lot of people don't realize, you know, they see these bands on stage performing, and they haven't their onstage image that that they maintain. But if you meet them in person, and, you know, they're not on stage, that's not who they really are. Right. So, you know... And because I've met you know, so many people, and it's like, oh man, and these guys are just so cool. 
and we just hang out and have a great time. So here's the question, and, and I know kind of answers to it since I work with musicians as well. Working with musicians is very different from working with, like, people in general. Uh-huh. Now, can you explain to our listeners why? I think, um, wow. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is the right answer, but I'm trying to get to know them, not just as musicians, but as regular people. Mm-hmm. They like to cook. They have families, have wives, girlfriends, have kids. Exactly. They like to go to the grocery store. They like to go to Target or whatever. Or they just like to maintain a private lifestyle. Mm-hmm. There's so much about these musicians that people don't know that, in, in all honesty, they just want to keep to themselves because mm-hmm. it's a lot of craziness right now. Um, but they're so talented and gifted. And I think that's what makes a difference for working with gen- people in general and that they're underrated, too. A lot of musicians oh, yes. do not get the credit that they deserve because of the record label. Yep. They're a promoter. Um Whoever's working with them, so many bands, oh my gosh, that should have made it, mm-hmm. but didn't because of their image or because of Beggars and Thieves, for example. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, just being so underrated and so talented that the LA scene didn't want them because of the kind of music that they portray, that they want to get away from the hair metal stuff. Right. So I think basically probably being underrated, probably, you know, very talented, doing things maybe um, as far as not just sticking to one genre music, Mm -hmm. but doing something else. For example, Led Zeppelin doing Fall in the Rain. Exactly. Oh, what a thought. The Beatles doing Halter Skelter. Yep. So doing different kinds of genres like that is something that, stands out with musicians compared to other people also. They want to explore. They want to try different directions. I mean, it's not really a musician thing, but yes, it is. Brad Paisley and Peyton Manning doing those insurance commercials together. Mm -hmm. How funny is that? Bernie Williams from the Yankees, Mike Piazza, they're musicians and they're former former baseball players. That's what makes them different than working with people in general for their, you know, undiscovered talent, underrated talent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they think differently than other people. Because yes. of because of the the artistic side. And yes. I, I was taught this years ago, um, because I actually went to school and got my cosmetology license. And my instructor comes up to me one day and she's like, You're a divergent thinker and I'm like, Okay, what the hell is that? I have no clue what you're talking about. She's like, you think outside of the box all the time. You you have, you know, you're more creative, you're more artistic. And I'm like, yeah, I don't get it when, you know, people say think outside of the box. I can't think inside the box. And with me, it's always, if I come up with an idea about something, and then I'm going to blow it up as big as I possibly can, because go bigger, go home. And I want to have fun doing it. I try to look at, and I'm not, you know, judging anyone, because I would never, ever judge. My mom always taught me to, don't ever judge mm-hmm. anyone at all. 
I try to look at musicians, not just as musicians, but as people. Meeting Mike Tramp, mm-hmm. my gosh, Mike Tramp, whenever he's in Connecticut, the Home Depot. Talking to Billy Pizza, Billy Sheehan, I'm sorry, from the Winery Dogs, when I met him, mm-hmm. we were eating pizza together. Yep. Those are the kinds of things that they appreciate. Don't ask them about music all the time. They get annoyed. Exactly. Talk to them about what's your favorite food? Yep. What's the weather like today? Hey, do you like sports? You know, what's your favorite color? Things like that, because they're human beings at the end of the day, too. And they have good times, they have hard times. And we forget that as promoters, uh, you know, other people. But they're they're just human beings like us. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you see them on stage, you know, and they come across, they're these big rock stars, larger than life, and whatever their stage persona that they've developed for themselves and that's mm-hmm. some people think that's how they are all the time right um and they're not they're not really um i have uh, um we're friends on facebook i'm friends with uh steve unger of metal church he's their current bass player Right, yes, I have a thing up Steve on my page also. Yeah, and he is so cool, and, and his son, who's in uh, Sin Circus, who started Sin Circus. Yes, yes. They go out, and another friend of mine lives up there, um, Troy Anderson, and they go out and they do these airsoft war gun wars. And I've seen some of the videos he's posted, and oh my God, they are so hilarious. Steve Unger also has an Elvis tribute band. Yes, he does. And they are fantastic. And he dresses up just like Elvis. I saw an interview that his first concert his parents took him to was Mm -hmm. Elvis. Yeah. And he has this Elvis tribute band. Did you see the costume he got? Yes. Oh, my God, that is so cool. I voted for the red one, but he got the blue one. Oh my gosh! Um, he's also in a band with a well-known Portland, Oregon uh, musician named Dan Crenshaw. Um, is the that name the, of the uh, band? A live eighty-five. Um, this band is called uh, Garden of Eden with Stet Howland. Oh, nice. Yes. Dan that is, is cool. another one. Dan has a awesome eighties trivia band. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear a band. I forgot what their name is. Backlash. Oh, cool. They're good. They're really good. Yes, Steve Unger's band is a Live 85. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I mean, when I the first time that I was talking to him, and, you know, he, we hadn't become friends on Facebook yet, and then we got started talking about bikes, because he rides a Harley as well as we do. And it was like, everything just kind of clicked. And it was like, oh, yes. And, you know, we're going on and on about bikes. But it was cool. Mm-hmm. He's just such a cool dude. Yes, he is a cool dude. I was just thinking, too, uh, my buddy Roy Costin, his son, Gunner, mm-hmm. has an amazing band called Wicked. They're from upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Check them out. Oh my gosh, they're under a new management right now. Mm-hmm. They are so talented. These guys were like in their 20s, early 30s. Uh-huh. They are so good. They're so good. Oh my gosh. So, oh, there's and, so and, many amazing bands. Oh. Um, and the kid plays drums, and I guess his dad used to take him wherever he went mm-hmm. to play to kind of help his son. And it's awesome to see that him and his son still have that bonding relationship together. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah, they do. 
that's how I look at these musicians as regular people. Well, and they um, are regular people. It's just they people, are. We just forget. Yeah, it's you know you see them on stage and they're fans. They don't even think about when they get done on stage and they they load out and they head home. Yeah. They're gonna you know kick off their shoes and grab a beer and plop in front of the TV just like everybody else does. Right, or hang out with their kids, or yes. have pizza with their wife, or catch up on the day and what happened. Exactly. Yep. And that, I Definitely. love when I'm, you know, working with bands and, you know, I know what they're going to do when they get home. And yep. it's, I've had people, okay, DJ Ink Master, when he moved from New York to here, he moved in with us. He was, um, we met him on the first radio station that uh, I was DJing on. He was one of the other DJs. And he moves out here and he wanted to sit in I had uh, Mark S. Berry um, very famous producer on my show one night so he sat in and was asking questions and I kept teasing him even on air because he was just being total fanboy and he's like but look at what this guy has done and I'm like I know <laughs> it's cool so the next day a friend of mine sends me a message and says hey can you can you talk for a few minutes and I'm like sure he says give me about five minutes and give me a call I said, okay. So I walk into Ink's room, and I said, hey, do you want to, um, you know, join in on this phone call I'm about to make? And he's like, well, who are you calling? And I'm like, Ronnie Monroe. <gasps> and he just, he rolls his eyes at me. He's like, are you kidding? You're going to call wow. him like it's nothing? And I looked at him. I'm like, I got his cell phone number. He told me he wow. wanted to talk to me. So, Yeah. And it was just so hilarious, his reaction. Because, you know, he's thinking Ronnie Monroe's stage present. And I was like, it's just Ronnie. Uh-huh. And he is such a cool guy. Yes, he is. He I'm makes excited amazing for music. I'm excited for this project that he and Roy Costa are going to do. When things, you know, when this pandemic subsides mm-hmm. and they're working on it. Right now, I don't know what's going on. But as soon as I hear what's going on, oh, I will let everyone know. Oh, By the yes. way, Lou DiBello, too, is an awesome cook. On Sundays, when he's not doing his gigs, mm-hmm. he posts his homemade pasta, his homemade oh. sauce. Brain collector for trains. Mm-hmm. His modules that he does with his daughter. Oh, my gosh. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so cool but his food is just like and Ronnie Robson too Ronnie Robson will post if anyone friends him whatever he's making for the day mm-hmm. his food looks delicious oh my gosh kind of makes you think I'm gonna go knock on your door when it comes to dinner Ronnie time and I both, we both have something in common which a lot of people don't know he's been to Cuba mm-hmm. but because I'm part of Cuban we both have an interaction like Carlos, Carlos mm-hmm. Roy was Puerto Rican, and now I'm Cuban. So we talk about our cultures, the food, what our parents did, you yeah. know, when we were naughty to discipline us, the good old stories, yeah. and how all of that just connects again to musicians that something people just don't know about. Exactly, and it, mm-hmm. it's you know they're they're just like everybody else, but they they're artistic. So they think right. a little bit differently, and that's kind right. of what sets them apart. 
and but they're the same burly as anybody else walking down the street. Exactly. Exactly. You never know. You could see your favorite musician at Town Fair Tire mm-hmm. or Target or when you're at the train station, hey, you know, or at a bookstore at the public library or going to McDonald's or something or the exactly. Home Depot, like Mike Tramp. You just never know. Exactly. Oh, um, you remember the movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze? Yes, I do. I can't think of the actor's name, but the guy who plays a part in there, he's got like that super, super deep, deep voice. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember his name offhand. Um, we were volunteers with the Tombstone Vigilantes, which it's an 1800s reenactment group in Tombstone, Arizona. So it was Dorado days, and we were over at one of the, I think we were Big Nose Kate's or something. And my husband and I go on the dance floor, and it's very, very tiny dance floor, like maybe the size of two tables put together. And we bump into somebody, and we hear the voice. And he was on that same floor dancing with his wife. And Bill Kilmer was there hanging out. They loved to go over to Tombstone during, like, Helderado or Vigilante Days and and stuff like that and just hang out. And it was just so cool to see them just, you know, hanging out and being regular people. Wow. Hey, you never know. I mean... Exactly. You just... You don't know. Um, I'm just thinking more people that I want to thank. There's a guy in Seattle, Washington. His name is Ray Winter. Mm-hmm. And he's a drummer for travel. If anybody oh, out there yeah. is looking for a drummer, reach out to him. He's on Facebook. There are two other promoters, three in fact, four. Lisa Williams in Utah, Miss Carrie Metal in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and Melissa Peñarera. She's from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of the girl, but her name is Melody, M-E-L-O-D-I-E. Mm-hmm. Then there are wonderful girls that support Greg and his band. One is named Cyrene, another girl named Sherry, another girl named Helen. And they have opened their arms to me mm-hmm. since promoting Renaissance Rock and Greg. I want to thank all of those women, too. They're fantastic. Such sweet people. Oh, yeah. I've had, you know, I've met a lot of different promoters and, you know, other band managers. And, you know, I've talked to labels and and all this kind of thing. And they're just regular people, too. Awesome. Yes, they are. We all forget that. Yeah, we do. People look at them and they're like, you know so-and-so. Oh, my God. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? Our promoters today, it's not like in the 80s or in the 70s where they just promoted. Mm -hmm. They have regular jobs. Exactly. And a lot of musicians do too. Yes. There is, on the Metal Revolution, Mm -hmm. there's an episode, and it's the Hero Bands, I believe, or Glam Metal. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about what each musician did when the grunge movement moved in. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael Sweet from Striper worked on a farm. I believe it was a cranberry bog farm. Yep, Bobby I Blitzer that. worked for vending machines. 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, Ricky Rocket has his own custom-made drum company. Mm-hmm. Beautiful work. Gorgeous drums. So, of course, until they're not making the money like they used to. No. Record labels are so different. They're just treating them so that they have to get regular jobs to survive with their families, with income, with whatever. Exactly. That's another thing that stands out, too, that people just forget. They're not making the money because of, and I have nothing against, you know, downloaded music, but they're not making the music with merchandise mm-hmm. anymore. Or the merchandise is jacked up. Yep. For a t-shirt or CD, just because it helps them. The touring also. Mm-hmm. I'm sure back then the hotels were accommodable to them for a breakfast, brunch, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that anymore. No, they're they not. have to get their own tour buses. Taking an airplane is not like how it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money that people don't realize that they have to spend out of their own pocket. Exactly. And I think with musicians compared to general people, they're the ones doing their own promotions because they've had promoters that have done them wrong, that have yeah. screwed them for money or whatever the case is. Yep. So that's what makes them different than general people also. They have to do everything by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I give them so much credit for it because yeah. it's hard. And it's hard to trust anyone, especially if you've been screwed by so many different well-known promoters, no matter where you're from. Mm -hmm. It is so hard for them to build trust on someone. It it really is. Um, And, you know, the the whole thing with the record labels, the way they're screwing bands over now, uh, that they didn't do back then. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the promoters out there that they're just out to make a buck. Yeah. They are the re- the whole reason that I even started in the music industry. And I only got started in 2017. Because I got tired about... I'd read a story about, you know, this band had to break up because they needed to get out of their management contract. And that was the only way they mm-hmm. could do it because they didn't have $20,000 to buy it out. Or, right. you know, this band got screwed by this label or, you know, whatever. Yeah, and for years, and when I was raising my kids, I was like, "Somebody needs to fix it." And yeah. finally, it was like um, in March, I think, of um, 2017, something had happened that I had read about, and I looked at my husband and I said, "Somebody needs to." And I stopped and I went, "Wait a minute! Oh, my kids are over 18 and out of the house." I said, "You know what? Ain't nobody gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it." And we started our company on April 1st of that year. And it just kind of exploded. I I Uh mean, we were international within two weeks. And there's times where it kind of gets almost out of hand because I'm like, okay, guys, quit. Just stop. I need a break, right? Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you a very funny story. And then... You get to tell a funny story about something, you know, where a band has called you for, like, something ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah, because we know it happens. So, I'm, I was working with Viking Queen from Norway. Amazing female okay. fronted. Okay. And all the musicians I work with, they all have my cell number. They know they can call me anytime, day or night. So, my phone rings about 2 o'clock in the morning, my time. And I look, and it's one of the guys from Viking Queen, Gare. So I answer my phone, and I'm like, what's up, Gare? And he says, good morning from Norway. 
And I went, uh-uh, good night from the USA. And he starts laughing, and I'm like, okay, what do you need? He's like, I broke my coffee pot. I'm like, are you seriously calling me because you broke your coffee pot? He was like, yeah. I said, okay, now, do you have like a Kmart or a Walmart or a Sears or something like that in Norway? And he's like, yeah. I said, go buy another damn coffee pot. I said, I'm, I'm managing the band, not your coffee pot. And all he could do is laugh about it. And he was like, okay, well, I was just checking in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Serious? <laughs> and people don't know that some of these bands and the band members, they actually do that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And why? I don't know why he thought I was in charge of his coffee pot. Because I was not going to fly to Norway to go buy him a new one. <laughs> and being a promoter, I know you have some kind of ridiculousness um, that has happened. Something like that. Um, well, I've never really had a band call me. But I remember doing it out of spite. And I don't know if it's really funny, but... Um, there's a band from Connecticut called Round Three, mm-hmm. and I love these guys. And the drum, um, the drummer back then, and the bass player are both New York Giants fans like me. Mm-hmm. And the lead singer is a Cowboys fan. Oh, cool. So they were playing like four years ago, and it was a playoff game: the Twilight Lions against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And it was September, October. It really wasn't that cold. And I wore my heavy jacket, whatever. And I said to my fiance, before we go in this local venue, I want to wear that giant scarf. Mm-hmm. Why? You're not going to take Tony off. I'm like, <laughs> just want to see his reaction. So I walk in, and my um, friend in my name, Rich, who's a Cowboys fan, he comes over and he's hugging me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, huh? Oh, I have to keep my neck warm. My neck is cold. <laughs> okay. So we go up. I usually take pictures. I do Facebook Live with these bands because mm-hmm. they love it. Oh, so this guy looks at me and he's laughing at me. He's serious with me. And he's mm-hmm. like, Christina, like what, Tony? We just lost going to the playoffs to the <laughs> Detroit Lions. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, why are you wearing that thing? I'm like, oh, I had to keep my neck warm. You know, it's kind of cold. He's like, Christina, it's not cold in the venue. I'm like, I don't want to get sick. I work with little kids. So the bass player is looking at me, and he's like, give me a thumbs up. So before the end of the night, we're all taking pictures, and this guy has a cowboy's jersey on. Mm -hmm. I said, come on, let's take a group picture. Okay. There he is, not looking so happy with his cowboy stuff, and I'm wearing my giant scarf right next to him. And I have the picture that I can send to you of proof of it. Oh, that would be so awesome. Yeah. We make it work, and whenever I see them, you know, we'll joke around with each other all the time. Oh, yeah, Tony, I think we're coming to see you tonight. Okay. <laughs> act surprise. And I walk in. He's like, Christina, you told me to act surprise. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, Christina, how the, how the Giants doing? I'm like, well, how are the Cowboys doing, Tony? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, well, okay. And I get at him because I'll tell him, well, not for nothing, but what team has ever beaten Tom Brady twice? Oh, good Lord, here we go again. I'm like, well, 
That'd be the New York Giants. Giants did it. The Cowboys didn't do it. The Giants did. All right, all right, enough. Yeah. They're playing the end of April. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Um, just to kind of say, hey, football hasn't started yet, but um, you thinking about conversion yet? I can't wait to get him. Actually, I have a Giants T-shirt. Maybe I'll wear my Giants T-shirt that night, so I can just say. Oh what man, the I'm gonna have that to crap on your shirt. I'm gonna have to come out there with you, and I'll have to buy a giant shirt just to wear it to a show. Mm. Yep, because that just would and be we're funny. The, we're the only team that has ever beaten Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, congratulations, you won with the Buccaneers. Okay, whatever. But don't forget Tom Brady and all your listeners mm-hmm. out there. And I have no animosity toward anyone. But if anyone's going to come after me and say things about the Giants, just be prepared to hear me say to you, hmm, what team, 2007-2011, be the Patriots? And then I might say it in Spanish, so just to warn you. Cool. I know my my brother got here, Ink Master, and he's like standing here because he's super into football and I'm Stop like, me in my tracks. Yeah, it did. It stopped him in his tracks. And during uh, whatever the games were, when he found out that his team was not going to go to the Super Bowl, I could hear him oh, in his no. room, and I was in my room, and I'm like yelling, shit-talking to him, yelling back and forth, and he's like, shut up! Huh. That would have been the Bills in Kansas City. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he remembers. Because I'm like, I'm not really much of a sports fan. I like to play sports. I don't like to watch him. My dad influenced me. I was the only girl in the family besides my daughter. My dad was a Jets and Mets fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Mets, Yankees, Knicks, Rangers, anything New York. My daughter was a Steelers fan. Now she's a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. I love her. I have to forgive her. Um, <laughs> that's terrible Patriots. to say. But she on live. Um, my dad... She got influenced by the Patriots by one of our former youth group mm-hmm. members because he was a Patriots fan and a Boston Red Sox fan. <laughs> and I will never forget watching football with him. And if Tom Brady, you know, scored mm-hmm. or whatever, he'd have the remote. And all of a sudden, that remote would hit the TV. <laughs> and he'd look at me and he'd say to me, get me a new battery. What? Why? Why do I have to do it? Get me a new battery. I'm like... Okay, or he would change it one time Brady would be, you know, on the field running. Mm-hmm. He'd change it. I'm like, why are we changing a commercial? I'm like, there's no commercial. <laughs> I don't want to see that guy swing a touchdown. Like, okay, you know, in baseball, when my fiance and I first started dating, he would say to him, hey, Gennaro, how are those Jitten Yankees doing? I'm like, Dad, really? <laughs> how are those Jitten, you know, Giants doing? I'm like, Dad, this is my house. I'm like, all right. And then my mom, my uh, mom loved football. Mm-hmm. Before my dad passed away, they used to watch the Jets together. Mm-hmm. And my mom went to a high school called Central High School. And they had a football team. My mom and dad used to go on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. And they used to go watch high school football well, when cool. they were younger. And their picture is actually on my page. That's their prom picture. My mom was 18. My dad was 21. I saw that that's picture. That's my that profile was, that's picture. Way yeah. cool. Yep. 
They well, were, they just so you know, come here. 60-something years together. They were still alive. I'm going to introduce you to my brother. This is DJ Inkmaster. This is Christina, a music promoter from back east. Oh, right on. Sounds like she's from New York. How you doing? Where's Tony? I'm fucking doing good. How you doing? <laughs> she's in Connecticut. How you doing? She's in Connecticut? Yeah. How, you, how are you a giant fan living in Connecticut? I'm curious. Um, I guess it's because, well, Eli Manning, for starters, oh my gosh, my eyes were just so set on him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. only, quarterback, only quarterback to beat Tom Brady twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. I'm Let everyone fan. know, you know out there. Holla if you hear me. Holla. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a Bills um, fan. You know how sweet that was? <laughs> y'all. So good. And I think the Giants are probably, the Giants just signed two new players. So we might just, um, might do it this year. I don't well, know. They're getting, do, they're getting, they're they getting beat, Saquon when, Barkley back too, so that's going to help. And then they beat year. the Cowboys, and they almost made it to the playoffs. If the Eagles had won that game, I was crushed. <laughs> that's okay. Because we're the only team that's ever been Tom Brady, so bring it on. Exactly. But nice to meet you. <laughs> you can't be all bad if you're if you're a giant fan, because I am. No, too. that's my and NFC Yankees, team. And the AFC, and I'm a Yankees Bills fan. fan. NFC, Mets I'm a fan. giant fan. We we beat the Red Sox, you know, when the when the Mets were the Miracle Mets and the Yankees. Oh. I mean, we have more rings than the Red Sox do. No offense to any Red Sox listeners out there. Yeah, just saying. I'll say and, it. And Red Sox suck. And it starts tomorrow, <laughs> so everyone. Pay attention. Aaron Judge is coming back. <laughs> Pay attention. Oh, we got a comment from Jitters. He says, oh, no, you let ink loose. Yeah, sorry, Jitters. Um, I thought I had the cage locked, but he got out somehow. Listen. Oh, no. This is a beast you cannot cage. Chew through the chain link. He <laughs> chewed through the chain link. Okay. Yep. I, I, That's how much of a beast I am. <laughs> I got to build a better cage. Jeez. Well, I'm a Giants fan, so please be nice to me. I'm going to be oh, nice yeah. to you. You're a Giants fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Derry Jeter fan. I mean, Bernie Williams. I remember the Sports Illustrated episode with Jeter, Pettit, Bernie, and someone else. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And I was looking up Sports Illustrated to see if I could buy that magazine. Mm-hmm. And you can't purchase it. And I'm oh, like, man. are you kidding me? No. You know, if Derek you probably Jeter. did a web search on it, you could probably find it for sale somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like eBay or... Amazon, maybe, too. You know, some yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. no. Jitters has a comment. He says, Yankees, Giants, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well... Look, I was rooting for Buffalo Bills, okay? I Thank was you. rooting for them, Jitter. <laughs> I was, too. Yeah. Because I think the Bills would have beat Tampa Bay. Of course. Kansas City of course. Of course. Of course. I have a comment for you, Jitters. <laughs> Uh-oh. Jitters. If you look Run! in the dictionary under the world's best baseball team, you'd see the Yankees. How many World Series does your team have? The Spankies. <laughs> now, the Mets. My, do- and- my daughter just came down the stairs, a Patriot fan, and she says, say hello to everybody. Oh, she is welcome to say hello. Hello. <laughs> my inter- I mean, interview. Oh, Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, my. Sorry. Say hello. Um, say hello. Say <laughs> go, Jan. Say go, Jan. She's like, you mean it. 
she won't say it. Not even if I bribe her. Money would be nice. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Love you too. We keep it civil. Well, that's cool. We try to. We try to. See, you got a lucky. You have another female in the house. I I live with three adult male persons. (laughs) My father had all girls, and his first first grandchild was a boy, so I named him Lewis. Mm -hmm. But when he said to me, oh, my gosh, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I kept on believing I was having a boy. And Mm -hmm. my dad said to me, no, you're having a girl. I'm like, why? So, she can do to you what you did to me. Like, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Well, we have, well, I have about a half hour left to my show. Okay. So, and I have one more question. Sure. So, for any of those, you know, brand new, up and coming, they're just getting started, whatever bands. Mm-hmm. What piece of advice would you give them? To be yourself, be humble, be gracious, be kind, be kind. Don't ever forget those who supported you, whether it's the fans, your family, your co-workers, mm-hmm. your children. Um, start at the bottom and just, you know, work your, well, just work yourself up in an honest way. Because no matter what you do, you're always going to get caught. So try to be as honest as you can. Work with decent people. And you'll know because your gut will tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, And just appreciate because life is too short. We don't know how long we're given for tomorrow. Um, Be kind. When you meet um, your fans or people that have come out to your shows, do a meet and greet. Take a picture with them talk to them but just always remember to be yourself to be humble and always be thankful 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 graciousness and appreciative are the key things that we all have forgotten and now we're bringing it back through the pandemic so don't ever forget that yep and honesty is the best policy always i have one more story for you when I was about nine years old or so, we happened to be at the, the Tucson airport picking somebody up. I don't remember who. I happened to look over, and you remember the, the Dukes of Hazard TV show from back in the day? Yes, yes. The blonde, John Schneider. Oh, I had a crush on him. Oh, boy. Yeah, and me, not so much. Before he was in TV, he, he was a musician. Really? Yes. And, I mean, I loved his music, and I had his albums, and I would sing to them and dance to them. And I look over, and I saw John Schneider. Wow. And he was there with his manager. And I told my grandmother I I was going to go say hi, and she was like, go ahead. You know, they're just people. And I walked up to him, and I said, excuse me, because we're talking, and I didn't want to, you know, be rude or whatever and he looks at me and he says look I don't do autographs unless you pay me so why don't you just go away 
And I just looked at him and I said, number one, I was not going to ask for your autograph. I said, number two, you're a jerk. And when I get home, I'm throwing away all your albums that I have. And I walked away. And his manager was laughing because he got told off by a nine-year-old. But he was a douche. Jeez. And I That's did. That's say. Yeah, yeah, I got home. Remember. I broke every album of his I had. I threw them away. I told all my little friends, and they all did the same. And, I mean, I liked the show, Dukes of Hazard, but I never had a crush on him because he's a douche. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how are you going to talk, especially you're going to talk to a little kid like that. That's just ridiculous. When I went to see the Winery Dogs, I was so excited to meet Mike Portnoy. Mm-hmm. He walked off stage, walked right into his tour bus, didn't even say hello to anyone. The only one that said hello was Billy Sheehan. Oh, Richie wow. Cotton, another thing, too. I was so upset. I thought, here I am paying whatever it was to see you, mm-hmm. and you can't even say hello. Who do you think you are? Exactly. Some, some guys, they kind of get such a big head and they're so full of themselves. Stephen Piercy, to this day, when I went to see them, I wanted to take pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no, he didn't want no pictures. Wanted nothing. Nothing. It's like, dude, tame me down, faster pussycat. Mm-hmm. When I went to see them, um, the promoter just said, hey, Christina, I know you like to take pictures and stuff, but I said, well, can I? Yeah, you can do Facebook Live, but just limit it because mm-hmm. Tammy doesn't like it. And I'm thinking, well, too bad I'm Tammy. Exactly. Too bad because you know what? If it wasn't for us, he wouldn't be around. Yeah. So I did pictures, I did videos. After the night was over, they were saying he had just gone over um, some kind of cough or whatever, so mm-hmm. he went to the tour bus, but I hung out with everybody else. That's and I'm cool. thinking, if it wasn't for people like us, Faster Pussycat wouldn't be around. Yeah. You know who's a real cool guy? And that's uh, Robert Mason, the new singer for uh, Warren. Yeah, I yeah, like him. He is but so he's got a new cool. band with George Lynch, and I'm not a crazy fan of George Lynch. He's another one, too. Yeah, yeah we've seen him with another local band around here. Drop uh, D. With Drop D. He appeared I will on definitely check shows. it out. Yeah, I, I actually I have a Facebook Live, a little bit of it, when um, Robert was on stage with him. And check this out. This dude, he liked talking in between songs and interacting with the audience. And he pulls his wallet out. And he shows the audience, I got 20 bucks. It was 40. Or 40. Yeah, it was $40. He says, I got $40. That's all the cash I have. He says, wow. I want somebody to come up here because he had made an announcement they were going to do $5 shots at the bar. And he's nice. like, and I don't care what Randy, the owner, says. It's $5 shots. So he pulls out this 40 He says, I want somebody to come up and get this $40 to go buy shots. And a guy went up there, and he handed him the money, and, and the guy was asking him, you know, what he wanted. And, and Robert was like, no, I want you to buy shots for you and your friends. That's not for you to buy Aww, shots for me. What and a I was sweetheart. like, dude, that was so cool. Mike Tramp is another one. If he ever comes to Tucson, mm-hmm. go see his acoustic shows. Just don't talk about White Lion. <laughs> don't talk about White Lion. Yeah. But he is so humble. And I even said to him the first time, you know, I want to go off to L.A. It's like, I was in L.A. for seeing. I took an airplane and I traveled. Mm-hmm. When I got there, I cried. Yeah, L.A. is you're, not you're what better it's off, up to be. You're better off sticking with New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. because they remember. 
Yeah. LA is just so different. It's not what you think. The Sunset Strip is not what oh. people think it is. And no, it's, it's expensive. Not. And you're better off just sticking to New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, places like that. Mm -hmm. They remember. They remember. But LA? Mm -mm. Nope. Yep. Exactly. So, we are going to play some music, um, okay. and just so everybody knows, I've got about, about 25 minutes or so left in my show, uh, DJ, ah, I can't fucking talk, DJ Latino Heat is up next, he'll keep you warm through the night, so we're gonna take it off with some Lords of Salem, you got... DJ Fire and Fire's Flames, where you the squirrels got barbecued. Keep telling you. You want the best, I, I got the best, <laughs> and I don't have hyenas, but we do have javelinas. Anyway, here's some Lords of Salem, Hell Over Salem.
All right. I've got squirrel. a couple. No fucking squirrel. I've got a couple more songs for you. Be about eight minutes. And then Latino Heat will keep you warm through the rest of your night. I just had a few things I wanted to cover. We had some birthday messages to go through. Uh, Rob Vandermeil, James Oliver, Mike Miss Gulen, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Kevin Saucedo of Ratchet Dolls. It's his birthday today. And it is also Angus Young's birthday of ACDC. So, happy birthday to everybody. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Remember tomorrow, I will have Frank Symes from The Who will be live at about 6.30 Eastern. So you're going to want to hear that one. Batman's had a hell of a career. He had a recording label, RCA, signed him in a band when he was 14. I mean, seriously, 14, dude, really? So he's had a very long career. He's doing a lot of amazing things and definitely want to talk to him. So make sure to tune in, join the chat room to ask questions. And as always, I got two more songs. I will be back tomorrow. You got DJ Fire and Fire Slams where you want the best. I got the best. Right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio. Peace!
Yeah. 